Hi, welcome to uh, Living with MS Truth Be Told. I'm your host, Marie Heron. Um, it's great to have you with us today. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. I really love some of the comments that I've been getting back. Um, I know you all enjoyed my interview with Angela, uh, the lady that had the note left on her car that said, this space is for people with disabilities and not bad attitude problems. I think uh, we've all had a situation like that when you're living with an invisible disability. Um, some of us handle these situations with more grace than others. I know I certainly have a hissy fit when I'm questioned about why I have to use a disabled parking spot. But I have with me online today um, a lovely young woman. Her name is Kate. And she has developed uh, buttons uh, to wear on the TTC. Um, There's an article in the CBC that says, Please offer me a seat. Toronto Woman creates buttons for TTC riders with hidden disabilities. And it's such a pleasure to have her here. Um, Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, thank you. Great. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, What your name? Yeah, my my name is Kate Welsh. Um, I am a disability activist in Toronto, um, as well as an artist, and um, I try to um, work, like, I try to make art and uh, things for uh, disabled folks that are practical, so, um, and I've been living with a chronic illness uh, since I was a child, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm almost 30 now, so uh, for most of my life, and I've experienced uh, basically what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started this uh, button campaign. Well, you know, I'm really impressed because I have to tell you, when I was talking to um, Angela on the show, uh, I was telling her about a situation I had where somebody said to me, um, uh, they parked their car in front of the lip, and I said, can you move the car? And they said, I can can you tell me why? And I said, well, you can see I'm in a disability parking spot. And mm-hmm. he said, I don't see your wheelchair. And then I said a few choice words. But you didn't. <laughs> you you have some kind of intrinsically calm manner and maturity to come up with a, a, a realistic, uh, you know, uh, yeah. you know. I mean, so where I, does that come from, that calm? I have, I have been also the type of person who... Uh, to be frustrated in situations where people aren't believing um, or are being rude to me. I have totally been in those situations and said probably some choice things as well. Um, But I also, like, basically, like, my thought process is it's better to, like, it's more helpful if you're able to, to educate people. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I've been doing um, activism in different communities for a while, and um, I I know that I have asked for seats um, when I'm on the TDC, and because I'm young and I look able-bodied, um, people, like, stare at me blankly, or no one gets mm-hmm. a seat, or, like, it takes me, like, um, a while to, like get a seat when I really need it and like the TTC or the bus is like already moving or whatever which is not good for me no I understand yeah so so yeah I made these buttons that are they just say my disability is invisible or please offer me a seat or uh, my disability is episodic Um, basically because 
some days I'm having a good day and it's okay to stand, and some days I'm having a bad day and I really need to see a seat. Right. Um, so I, um, I actually didn't start making these for myself. I I often find just in general in life, it's like easier to help other people than to ask for help yourself. Right. Um, so I have a friend who, um, she has chronic cancer and she um, has treatment. And when she has a treatment, like she really needs to sit down yeah. after yeah. treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's young, woman of color. Uh, and so people don't very often give her a seat. So I was uh, talking to her um, back um, in the spring and she was just like expressing her frustrations basically um, with all of this. So I was like, so at the time I worked at a workplace that had a button maker. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I made her a button just with Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Said, it said my disability is invisible and um, I gave it to her and she posted it on her Instagram and on her Facebook and she was just like, so thrilled and she came back to me and she said it gave her confidence like people actually moved like she didn't have to explain herself she didn't have to say like oh I have chronic cancer and I'm yeah because that's no one yeah yeah and and it's like it doesn't matter what what the diagnosis is like and it doesn't matter what your symptoms are in the moment you just need a seat right Mm -hmm. um so yeah I gave that to her and um then most of her friends were saying online, like, oh, I really need one of these. Like, this is so amazing. Um, and uh, so um, one of my friends basically was like, why don't we, why don't you do it? Um, and I, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is very overwhelming. And my friend was like, we'll sit down together. We'll design them together. Like, it's going to be really simple. So, yeah, we... We started by um, using the button maker at University of Toronto and made a hundred. Uh, we booked a room, and then this summer, um, so I posted them online. And mm-hmm. um, uh, this summer, George Brown contacted me, George Brown College, and they ordered five hundred buttons, and I was able to buy my own button maker um, and uh, like start and like reaching out to different businesses to have them in their um in their shops and then and then cbc contacted me so i started this uh back in may okay now i i know george brown college i mean i i live in toronto yeah i I know i know george brown college is the city college and they um really do depend on transit uh for their students to get there i mean there's not a lot of uh of parking space um likewise though there's a lot of uh students who go to other colleges um and universities who are also dependent on on transit let me ask you something has anybody um you know ever have you had any kickback or backlash where somebody saying well you know you made that button up yourself you're not really disabled has any of that come back I've never heard of that. Okay. No. So people yeah, are respecting like, I, it? Uh, a woman recently emailed me saying that she, like, I sent her some buttons, she ordered some, and she just wrote me back um, telling me that she wore the button and um, 
usually when she asks for a seat, like people look her up and down and don't give her a seat. But this time she asked for a seat and like four people just stood up right away. And, and that's like, because oh, she was wearing the button. One seat. <laughs> okay. And that's because she was wearing the button. Yeah. Oh, wow. Kate, that's truly amazing. Yeah. Um, I, like, I mean, it's just so powerful and I'm so happy that people aren't having to tell everyone their medical history because it's not relevant. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, did, when you came up with the idea, did you research any other cities? Um, I, did, I had read an article that said that London, UK had something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I understood, they had, they had um, buttons that uh, said, please offer me a seat. And they also had one for uh, pregnant women mm-hmm. um, that said, like, baby on board or something like that. Um, but... Uh, from what I understand, the the London tube, um, they you had to like register with them, okay, to so, get yeah. one, mm-hmm. which which to me feels like a barrier. Yeah. Um, and and then like I I basically don't want the TTC to be like the gatekeeper of disability, like who 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 counts or whatever. No, that that that's enough. Yeah. So that's, that's fair. That's kind of why I decided to make it more like do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing is, it's just a button, right? Like people wear buttons on their bags all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, sure, like you, if if there's an altercation and a TTC employee is called, like, yes, they're not like they're not like made by the TTC. But this is just like people like having common sense and being respectful of each other and being accommodating to each other. So this is just about human interaction, I think. Yeah, no, Kate, I, I'm telling you, I'm just so amazed. I'm so, I'm yeah. really so impressed uh, with with your your um, approach to this. I just think it's it. You know, I'm I'm humbled. Let me put it that oh, way. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. Um, all right. So we live in such a diverse city, and not everyone speaks English. Um, how are your buttons connecting with people who don't speak English? On the other hand, is there enough diversity in disabilities? Yeah. So um, one thing um, that I'm trying to do, but we'll we'll see what what ends up happening from this. Mm-hmm. So right now the. The buttons are just in English, right? Um, but some of them have a, lo- a logo of a person holding a sign mm-hmm. that has like a, a map that, or like a graph that goes up and down, kind of like showing how some um, invisible disabilities are uh, episodic. So sometimes it's good days, sometimes there's bad days. Um, so that's what the sign is showing, and it's. A person holding the sign because it's like I'm choosing to tell you about my disability rather than you looking at me right seeing um, so what I'm hope like this is just a dream for the future but like I could I really hope that this like logo or symbol or whatever catches on um, kind of like the wheelchair symbol or some other types of symbols that we have for disability um, and then hopefully that would be a way that it would um, break down like language barriers mm-hmm. um, 
granted right now like people are just like learning what invisible disabilities and episodic disabilities are so yes this is like also this is a practical solution for some folks but I also really want to like have uh, like widespread like education and awareness be part of it as well um, so that's my hope for for that but also I am currently working um, well, a student from McGill reached out to me and uh, offered translation services. Is that um, in McGill University? McGill no, University okay. in Montreal, okay. yeah. So um, we are currently working on um, creating bilingual buttons in French and English. Okay. Um, which is great because that will, there's a lot of uh, French speaking immigrants in Toronto right, and in right. Canada in general. Um, so that is another way, hopefully, that we can reach other um, languages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. other than that, um, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't done outreach with, with specific cultural groups. Right, so. right. Yeah. Um, has anybody offered to sponsor you at all? Um, you know, and said, "Oh, we'll 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 put some money your way. We'll sponsor you." No, but um, I kind of feel like George Brown. Even though they like bought the buttons, mm-hmm. they, they did uh, pay um, the highest. So my buttons are sliding scale, and they did pay the highest amount mm-hmm. per button, um, even though it was a huge bulk order. So. Um, that kind of felt like a sponsorship, but other than that, no, I haven't. I haven't gotten um, sponsors. Now, Toronto is one city in Canada. You mentioned Montreal. Any mm-hmm. plans? Any plans to expand? Well, um, I have been getting orders from all over Canada. Oh, tell us about that. And and the U.S. And wow. Yeah, and uh, some folks have comment, contacted me from Australia and from um, Chile. So wow. um, I, like, as of right now, like, I'm doing what I do here, but, like, people are wearing the buttons I know in Brooklyn and in San Diego. So, okay, that, that's amazing. Like, that's just yeah. absolutely amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, I'm going to put a shout-out to Anderson Cooper if ever he's listening. I think he should get the CNN uh, Hero Award. I think this is just absolutely outstanding. You know, outstanding. I love it. Um, So so are you moving away from the kitchen sink model? Because I know when I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago about coming on, um, you said, oh, I'm sorry, Marie, I've got all my friends here, and we're just at the kitchen table. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Tell me about that. toward... An organized living room model. <laughs> okay, so we're going away um, from the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, so I, right now I'm just doing it all myself. Um, I also work, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not, uh, I, it's not a full-time thing. And um, I, do, I did, um, one of my friends has stepped forward to, um, to be more of a, like, active, ongoing role. Um, in terms of like organizing like orders and printing and everything mm-hmm. um, but I haven't we haven't like expanded outside of that um, I think 
Um, I'm also like in the process of um, finding and working with like a business mentor because all of this has kind of exploded and I need to like figure out how to run a business. Right. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Uh I'm not surprised because it it really truly is an amazing concept. Actually, we just had, uh, I had interviewed someone earlier about uh, a program at Centennial uh, called the Business Excel program. That might be something you might want to look into. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've uh, seen a lot of different business programs. I'm trying to do it like one-on-one mentorship because I, I don't have time because I work almost full time. Like I don't have time to, to do a, yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. And so how did the CBC article come about? So, um, yeah, so, so, uh, basically, um, I was on Metro morning. Oh, right. Okay. The day before, um, and chatted to Matt Galloway, who's lovely. Um, and, um, and one of the women, one of the like reporters who uh, writes for the teach or writes for uh, CBC, just got me in the elevator on the way out, and was like, "I want to write about this. It's really great." So, um, yep, I had my roommate take some photos of mm-hmm. me, <laughs> um, and she wrote the article, and it's basically. Um, what I said on Metro Morning. Right. Um, and I I think that the way that they heard about it, um, oh, again, um, I think that the way that they heard about it is um, a Seneca York student um, made a video of me and the buttons. She was uh, a journalism student. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she made a video, um, like kind of like a news story. It's on it's on our news section of our website, um, equitybuttons.com. And so she um, she made an, a video, a news story video, um, for me in the summer or like early summer. And now she's interning at CBC, but she's not actually interning in the news area. So I wonder if she was just talking about it around the CBC, okay. and then they decided to contact me. Okay, great. So I'm going to say this. You're very, very sweet, Kate. You, you, you're very bright, no doubt about it, but you speak fast. So I'm going to say this very oh, slowly. No, I'm going to say this very slowly for you. Um, if people want to see the video, they go to equitybuttons.ca. Am I right? Com. Dot com. com. Okay. All right, so that's equitybuttons.com. If anyone wants to see the video um, that uh, the York University student? Yeah, Seneca at York. Seneca at York, Maine. Um, and you can get a little taste of Kate and her personality. Um, and certainly if you want to see the article, just look it up on uh, CBC. Type in, um, uh, please offer me a seat. Then type in CBC and the article will come up. Kate, I want to thank you so much um, for for being with us. Last question is, uh, how do we buy one and how much? Yeah, so you can um, go to our website, Mm -hmm. Um, equitybuttons.com. On the website, they're $4 uh, plus tax. Um, We also have a section of our website that is called Local Vendors. 
and it has a list of places that you can buy them and the price and the accessibility of that place. Um, so if you go to our website and then uh, click on the local vendors section, mm-hmm. we have them at a few different bookshops. Um, uh, we have them at a few different organizations and um, health uh, places, uh, like community health centers. Um, and if uh, if you need a pay-what-you-can option, um, you can contact me by email and we can organize that. Okay, Kate, I want to thank you so very much for giving me your time this morning because I know that your time is precious. You do have a job. You do have a burgeoning business. You are an activist, and I think you're one very, very special young lady. I want to thank you so much uh, from someone who does have an invisible disability and doesn't look sick. Um, I want to thank you for all your hard work and um, keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Thanks, Kate. Take care. Bye. Bye.